you, Lord. Praise 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 you, Lord. We just praise God for bringing us into this new month. It's by the grace and the mercies of the Almighty God we are here. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you for giving us another month. Thank you for giving us another opportunity. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Oh, Father, we praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you for this month of September. We praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. It's by your grace. It's by your grace. It's by your grace we stand. It's by your grace, Lord, we are living. It's by your grace we are breathing. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for this new month. We thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Abba, we praise you. Abba, we praise you. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. Speak to us, O God, this night. Speak to us, my Father. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Strengthen your people, Lord, at this hour. Strengthen your people, Lord, at this hour. We need your mighty visitation. We need your strength for this month of September. We need your favor for this month of September. We need your hand of provision. We need your hand of protection. We need your voice to lead us. We need you to preserve us, our spirits, souls, bodies and minds. We need to be in the will of the Father. We need to do that which pleases the Father. So I ask you, Lord, that you'll bless us as a church. Bless us, Lord. Bless us, Lord. Bless us, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless us, Lord. Jesus. We just give this month into your hands, O Jesus. We just give this month into your hands, O Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Send forth the word. And Lord, let there be light. Hallelujah. In this month of September. May we walk closer, closer to the King. May we dine with the King. May we live with the King. May we experience more of your presence. May we experience more of your presence. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to worship the Lord for a few minutes as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to. And we're going to receive what God has for us for this month of September. Thank you, Jesus. 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 We praise you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, come down on me. Fill me with your power. I need you now. Come, Holy Spirit, come down on me. Fill me with your power. I need you now. Come, Holy Spirit, come down on me. Fill me with your power. presence that is here. We thank you, Lord, for this month of September. Hallelujah. 
I thank you, Lord, for the great mighty things that you have in store for us in this month of September. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for the river of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the river of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Oh, we welcome you, precious Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. We want to see your glory. We want to see you, Jesus. We want your presence, O oh Lord. And it is where we want to be. Hallelujah. In the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Abiding under the shelter of the Almighty God. There, it is there. Oh, Where my sweet Savior is. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In your presence. In your presence. In your presence. Oh, Jesus. Asunder. 
and he releases to his people the hidden riches of the secret places. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The door that God opens, no man can close. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the Lord is speaking to His people at this hour. Thank you, Jesus. There are some additions and some subtractions that will take place in this month of September. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God will add in this month of September and God will also take away that which is unnecessary that which drains the resources of God that which drains the kingdom of God thank you Holy Spirit that which drains the spiritual lives of God's people God will bring some deletion, God says. He's going to bring some subtraction, some deletion. It's a good thing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Every apparent loss that we may see, which comes as a result of God's hand moving in our lives, is a good thing. Thank you, Jesus. He takes away that which should not be there. And then he adds to us what should be there. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God will open doors that no man can close. Thank you, Jesus. God will also simultaneously close doors that no man can open. Hallelujah. No matter how hard you try, those doors will not open, God says. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do in this month of September. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
for the divine addition that you're going to cause, oh Lord, we praise you, we praise you, we praise you, and for the divine subtraction that you're going to cause, we praise you, we praise you, we praise you, as Job said, God gives, God takes, blessed be the name of the Lord, hallelujah, praise you, praise you, praise you, all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purposes, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, thank you Holy Spirit, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Break away my chains. Until that which needs to be removed is removed. That which God needs to add will not take place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The stain has to be removed. Hallelujah. The brokenness has to be removed. Hallelujah. That which is draining what God has given to you, the resources of God that is being drained must be removed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The leakage must be fixed. Hallelujah. God will add, hallelujah. God will add, hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Heaven, earth may fade, but your word will remain. You never change. You're still the same. Father, we thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do. Hallelujah. Praise you. Hallelujah. 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 Praise you, Lord. Every blessing that will be released from the throne of grace. Hallelujah. Through this church, we thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. In anticipation of what you're going to do, we give you glory. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. When God shut the door to the ark, Noah's ark, no one was able to open. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. When God said in the book of Revelation, Behold, I have set before you an open door. No man can close it. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. According to the word of the Lord, there will be simultaneous deletion and addition that God himself will do. In our church, God himself will do. In our midst, God himself will do. In our lives, God himself will do. Hallelujah. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Hallelujah. It's a good thing. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you. Have your own way, O Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. In this month of September, thank you, Lord. For what you're going to do, we thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Father, we commit ourselves into your hands and we ask you, Lord, that you will continue to minister to our hearts as we listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, I pray, Spirit of the living God, that you will speak to us at this hour in a manner that we can understand. And I come against every evil spirit that is trying to twist the word of God in the minds of the people of God. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I pray, Father, may every ear be attentive to the voice of the Holy Spirit. You are a good Father. You are a good Father. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We look to you, the maker of heaven and earth. We look to you. The maker of heaven and earth. We look to you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, I pray that you will unclog the ears of your people. I pray that you'll wash every eye here. I pray, Father, may they see you. May see you through, Lord, may they see you thoroughly through the scriptures that the Spirit of God would illuminate before their eyes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Who is like unto the King of glory? Who is like unto the King Like unto the King of glory Who is like unto the King King of glory, King of glory King of glory, King of glory King of glory, King of glory is He of kings and the Lord of Hallelujah. King of kings and the Lord of Lords. King of kings and the Lord of Lords is He. Jesus is the King of glory. Jesus is the King. Jesus is a 
worship you, Father. We fall prostrate at your feet and we praise you, Lord. We thank you for your overflowing presence that is here in our midst at this hour. And I thank you, Lord, for the depths of your love. I thank you, Lord, for the depths of your mercy. I thank you, Lord, for causing our hearts to draw closer to the King of glory. I pray that the purging fire of the Holy Spirit may purge us all the more at this hour, and we may become radiant in the presence of God through the radiance of God Almighty, shining, beaming upon our lives. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise be to God. I'm just going to um, go into God's Word, the scripture portion that the Lord just gave, so just bear with me. The book of Isaiah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Isaiah. Chapter... Forty-five. Isaiah chapter 45 and I'm going to read from verse 2 onwards I'm actually going to start from verse 1 let's just go to verse 1 This is what the Lord says to Cyrus, his anointed one, whose right hand he will empower. Before him, mighty kings will be paralyzed with fear. Their fortress gates will be opened, never to shut. Again, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. This is what the Lord says. I will go before you, Cyrus, and level the mountains. I will smash down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. Now I'll give you treasures hidden in the darkness, secret riches. I will do this so you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, the one who calls you by name. And why have I called you for this work? Why did I call you by name when you did not know me? It is for the sake of Jacob, my servant, Israel, my chosen one. I am the Lord. There is no other God. I've equipped you for battle, though you don't even know me. So all the world from east to west will know there is no other God. I am the Lord, and there is 
no other. I create light and make the darkness. I send good times and bad times. I, the Lord, am the one who does these things. Open up, O heavens, and pour out your righteousness. Let the earth open wide so salvation and righteousness can sprout up together. I, the Lord, created them. Verse 9. What sorrow awaits those who argue with their creator? Does a clay pot argue with its maker? Does a clay dispute with the one who shapes it, saying, Stop, you are doing it wrong? Does the pot exclaim, How clumsy can you be? How terrible it would be if a newborn baby said to its father, Why was I born? Or if it is said to its mother, Why did you make me this way? This is what the Lord says, The Holy One of Israel and your Creator. Do you question what I do for my children? Do you give me orders about the works of my hands? I am the one who made the earth and created people to live on it. With my hands I stretched out the heavens. All the stars are at my command. I will raise up Cyrus to fulfill my righteous purpose, and I will guide his actions. He will restore my city and free my captive people. Without seeking a reward, I, the Lord of heaven's armies, have spoken it. This is what the Lord says. You will rule the Egyptians, the Ethiopians, and the Sabians. They will come to you with all their merchandise, and it will all be yours. They will follow you as prisoners in chains. They will fall to their knees in front of you say and say, God is with you, and he is the only God. There is no other. Truly, O God of Israel, our Savior, you work in mysterious ways. All craftsmen who make idols will be humiliated. They will all be disgraced together. But the Lord will save the people of Israel with eternal salvation. Throughout everlasting ages, they will never again be humiliated and disgraced. For the Lord is God, and He created the heavens and earth, and put everything in place. He made the world to be lived in, not to be a place of empty chaos. I am the Lord, He says, and there is no other. I publicly proclaim bold promises. I do not whisper obscurities in some dark corner. I would not have told the people of Israel to seek me if I could not be found. I, the Lord, speak only what is true and declare only what is right. Gather together and come, you fugitives, from surrounding nations. What fools they are who carry around their wooden idols and pray to gods that cannot save. Consult together, argue your case. Get together and decide what to say. Who made these things known so long ago? What idol ever told you they would happen? Was it not I, the Lord? For there is no other God but me, a righteous God and Savior. There is none but me. Let all the world look to me for salvation, for I am God, there is no other. I have sworn by my own name, I have spoken the truth, and I will never go back on my word. Every knee will bend to me, and every tongue will declare allegiance to me. The people will declare the Lord is the source of all my righteousness and strength. And all who are angry with me will come to him. And all who were angry with him will come to him and be ashamed. In the Lord, all generations of Israel will be justified, and in him they will boast. Praise be to God. 
There's a reason why God made us to, God led us to read the entire um, chapter of Isaiah 45. There are sometimes God will stop at verse 1 or stop at verse 4 or stop at verse 7. But today the Lord had us read the entire um, chapter of Isaiah 45 because the Lord wanted us to read the entire chapter. And we look at this entire chapter, there are specific things that the Spirit of God is addressing here. Number one is who God is. Who God is. God is the creator God and God has the right to do everything and God has the power to do everything. See, someone can say, I have the right to do this, but you know what? They may not have the power to do something. Someone can say that, oh, I can do this, but they don't have the legal rights to get things done. But our God is the maker of heaven and earth. He has the power to turn times and seasons. He has the power to raise the dead. He has the power to open doors and shut doors. He has the power to empower someone in order to accomplish his great purposes. This is who our God is. And God is comparing himself with the things that people try to go to for help. And he says, why are you wasting your time going to other things when you can come to me for help when I can really help you? So God is really distinguishing himself in order for us to understand. He doesn't have to do a single thing. But he is distinguishing himself and he's speaking out so clearly so that we can understand who he is and we can benefit from who God is. It is for our own good, not for God, because God is glorified. He's all powerful. He's the most powerful being whoever was and whoever is and whoever will be. And this God Almighty coming to us as human beings and telling us, look, this is who I am. This is what I can do. And this is what I will do is a big thing. Understand this. Anytime God comes and gives us a revelation, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. And God comes to us tonight. He's coming to us tonight. And he is giving us a revelation of who God is so that we can get a clearer picture of who God is. The righteousness of God the mercy of God, and the judgment of God. We have to understand that God is all love, God is righteous, and God is just. Without these three components, God is not there. So if someone says, God is all love, but there's no justice, that's not the real God. If someone says, God is all righteous, but there's no love, that's not the real God. Our God is a righteous God. Righteousness includes holiness. Our God is a loving God. He is love himself. Without love, There is no God. Without God, there is no real love. And this loving God, righteous God, is a just God. He's a God of justice. That means where he sees oppression, he stands there to bring justice in those situations. And we see that here. He says, I am the Lord God who causes peace and causes calamities. Where will God cause calamity? Is God going to cause calamity where people are good? No. Calamity comes from God as A righteous indignation or justice being executed upon the wicked who really did not turn to him no matter how many chances he gave him or gave them. And so he says, I am the Lord God who does good 
and I am the Lord God who brings justice. And when he causes something to happen, he's taking justice for those who are oppressed. God will never just sit and say, well, today, you know, I want, you know, a hurricane to hit that place. And tomorrow I want, you know, earthquake over there. And and uh, the other day, uh, I just thought that it'll be nice when I see some place burned with a uh, volcano. No, our God is not like that. Our God takes good care of this earth. Our God is interested in the lives of his people at the same time. When he sees people who are obeying Satan and they're going and they're oppressing others. He sees people who are defying God, showing their fist against the most high God and saying, you know what? I'm not going to obey you, Lord. I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to listen to the devil and I'm going to go and destroy everything that pertains to you. At that point, God will say, okay, I'm going to show that I am God. And he brings calamities. The Bible says, wherever Jesus pronounced judgment while he was on earth. All those came to pass. The tree that Jesus Christ saw, the fig tree, and he looked at that fig tree and he talked to that fig tree because that fig tree put on a show as if the fig tree had fruit in it. If you look at it, the key word in that section is it was not the season for the fig tree to bear fruit. We have to understand, every tree has a season, fruit-bearing season. Every believer has a time that they grow and they grow, they take in and they begin to bear fruit. But there are people who are not bearing fruit because it's not this season, so to speak. That means right now it's for me to sit and learn and drink in and grow. However... Because of pride, they want to put on a show as if they are bearing fruit. I'm doing too, I'm talking too, I'm praying too, and I'm doing this too. Meanwhile, they're just babies in the Lord and they need to grow. They need to just drink the living water that God has. And they just need to eat the manna that God gives and they should grow. And in time, if they steadily do that, they're going to bear fruit. Instead, what they do, they look at the other trees that are bearing fruit. This is not the season for this tree, but this tree says, I want to put on a show. I want to look like the rest of the trees and I want to say that I have fruit too. But you know what? It's not the season. It cannot bear fruit. It's not mature enough to bear fruit. It's not the right season for it. It put on a show. It had leaves all over. And fig trees, when the fruit comes out, the fig tree, the leaves come, you know, with that. It grows after that. When the fruit comes, the leaves come right along with that. And when the tree is full of leaves, that means you know that the tree has fruit. Only then the leaves will be there, opposite to most of the trees. So even though it was not the season, sometimes people can think, why did Jesus go and curse that fig tree and poor fig tree died? Why did he go and do that when it's not the season for it to bear fruit? The fault is not with Jesus. God is never at fault. The fault is with the fig tree. It was not the season. And it didn't have the fruit. But it showed as if it had fruit. And when Jesus came and he saw the leaves, because it showed as if it had leaves, he went to it looking for fruit. These are things that really happened. He went over there looking for fruit. 
God comes looking. Even though God knows he sees the end from the beginning, there are certain instances that we see in the Bible. He actually comes and he actually sees. Is it true? Is it really happening? He went to that fig tree and he looked at that fig tree. He went looking to see if there's fruit because he was hungry. But it put on his shelf. Because of that, Jesus looked at it and he said, let no fruit ever come out of you. When Jesus said that, we have to understand it was the end for the fig tree. It was over. The next day, the fig tree withered. The next time when they came, the fig tree, they found it withered and it was gone. We have to understand that God's word is very powerful. And anytime God says anything, we must take it very seriously. Sometimes people say, oh, God is all love. And so, you know what, he's never going to, you know, make, take notice of what I'm doing. He'll just ignore no matter what I do. No. He comes looking for the fruit. If we show as if we have it, when we don't, when it's not the time and it's the time to sit in the presence of God and take it in, take it in, take it in. But you show something else and God comes and finds hypocrisy in there. He comes and he puts a period or a full stop next to it. And he says, no more drama, no more room for the continuation of drama. So it's very important for us to understand here in Isaiah 45, where God is speaking, he says, this is who I am, who our God is real and his people should be real. No hypocrisy should be there. And for those who are real, for his people, God is doing something here in this chapter 45. There are key verses that the spirit of the Lord wants to speak to us today. Now, when we look at it, we need to know that. Our God will move heaven and earth for his people. There's a prophecy God is speaking at this hour, in this month. God will move the hearts of the people, whoever is looking to God for whatever. If you're faithful to God, God will move the hearts of the people like he moved Cyrus. God will strengthen the arms of those who need to help you in order for you to be helped. In order for that thing that you're waiting for that needs to take place and that has not, you know, been happening. God is going to tap resources. God is going to tap people. God is going to tap whomever it is, whatever it is, in order for whatever needs to move forward so that you can receive what needs to come to you. Might have had a, might have had a big block. A big door that is closed. And no matter how much you try and how many times you try and how hard you try, it doesn't seem to open. God is speaking to you this hour. If you would really, really lay aside everything and seek God for who He is and humble yourself before the Lord and say, Lord, I look to you, the maker of heaven and earth. My eyes are on you, the maker of heaven and earth. And I am not going to get discouraged. I'm not going to give room for discouragement. Because I will look to the hills. I lift up my eyes and I look to the hills. Where my help will come from. Because my God is there. So God is speaking to us today. And he says in this month of September. Whatever needs to move forward. Whatever was at a standstill. God himself 
will move it for you. By moving the key people, by empowering those God only can empower in order for you to be blessed. And God says, whatever bronze door, whatever iron gate, whatever block or mountain that is there, God says he will make it a plain. I'm going to take you to the top of this chapter as the Holy Spirit wants me to right now. And then we're going to read a few verses. Let's just go here. Verse, this is what the Lord says. Verse 2, I will go before you, Cyrus, and level the mountains. I will smash down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. God will do these things for God's people in order for you to be blessed, in order for you to receive what God has for you to receive. God will move mountains. God will bring down mountains. God will tear down the bronze gates and doors. He will break down iron doors. Whatever is preventing your blessings, God says, I will tear those things down. I'll bring those things down. And God says, I'll use people in your life. I'll use people in your life to give to you, to move things for you, to work on your behalf in order for you to walk in the blessing that God has for you. I want to repeat this as the Holy Spirit wants me to. God says, I will move people, I will have people do that which is necessary for you in order for you to fulfill the will of God or walk in the blessings that God has for you, which is the will of God. And God says over here, let's just uh, hear. And he says, I will give you treasures hidden in the darkness, secret riches. I'll do this so you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, the one who calls you by name. And why have I called you for this work? Why did I call you by name when you did not know me? It's for the sake of my, of Jacob, my servant, Israel, my chosen one. I am the Lord and there is no other God. God is talking about his people. He says, in order for my people to inherit what I have for them, I will equip, I will provide, I will do whatever it takes to give to those who need to move on your behalf so that your door can be opened. So that what needs to come to you will come to you. God will do whatever it takes in order to move the mountains, which includes moving the hearts of the kings, which includes giving the resources to the kings in order for them to pass it on to you, in order for you to be blessed. God will move people. God will move mountains. God will move hearts. And this is what God will do in the month of September and the season that we're entering in. Now, 
as the Lord spoke to us during worship, God will open doors that God alone can open. And God will also close doors simultaneously that God alone can close. That which needs to come to you will come to you provided. That which needs to exit needs to exit out. If you keep rags in a big room and you want to bring treasures in, you need to get all the rags out. You need to get all the old out. This is what the Holy Spirit is speaking. In order for you to enter into the newness that God has for you, in order for you to enter into the blessings that God has for you, old must be gone so that new can come in. So that God can bless you with his newness, new cloth and the old cloth cannot be sewn together. Jesus said that. You cannot put the new wine in the old wine skin. You cannot do that. You cannot mix the old and the new. If anyone here is thinking that, well, I'm going to try to take Jesus and mix him with something. I'm going to take whatever God is speaking to me and I'm going to live the way I'm living. Plus, I'm going to try to claim the promise of God. It will not work that way. If you want to inherit the promises of God, if you want to go into the blessing that God has for us, then it is important for us to do away with that which is displeasing to God. Deletion must take place before addition comes. You need to really do a good excavation. Really, if you want to lay a good foundation, you need to really dig good and take the dirt out, empty the space, and then lay the foundation. You cannot do a thorough job without doing the work of God in a manner that is pleasing to God. So in order for you to do a thorough job, you need to find from God what the Lord wants you to do, how to do a thorough job. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. If you need to remove the old, we need to look at all the things that are of old, things that are linked to the past life, things that are linked to the old way of thinking, the old way of doing things, the old way of living. God is calling you for, for something far greater and he's going to do something new in your life. If God wants to do something new in your life, it's high time you detach yourself from that which is old, that which is not pleasing to God, that which you know will be a grief to God. You don't want to be a partaker of that. You should not be a partaker of that. So God says here, for his people, for his servant, Jacob, for Israel, my chosen one. He says, it is for my, for the sake of Jacob, my servant, Israel, my chosen one. I want to highlight the word servant. Servant is someone who serves the master. Servant is someone who doesn't do his own thing, but looks to please the master. Servant is someone who is hired by a master and who has been paid by the master. I want to repeat this. A servant is someone who does the will of the master. A servant is someone who will look to please the master. And a servant is someone who is hired by the master and who will be paid by the master. And you look at Jacob. Jacob is called as God's servant. See, it's one thing that we can call ourselves God's servants, but 
There's a whole other thing when God calls someone as his servant. It's a, it's a big, um, there's a big difference and it's a big deal. When God calls someone, this is my servant. I've talked about this through the spirit of God before. We can, we can call ourselves as, oh, we're the friends of God and, you know, I'm God's friend and all those things, but it doesn't matter at all. What does God think about you? When God says, Abraham is my friend, it's a big thing. Daniel is my friend. It's a big thing because now that person is really a friend of God because God says that. The other person says, you know, someone can say, well, you know, I'm Pastor Kirba's friend. They can say that. But if I said that they're my friend, no, that's it. But if I say that someone is my friend, then it's a credible thing. Just like that. When God looks at us and he says, this is my friend, this is my servant, this is my child, then there's truth to it. We know, as a matter of fact, that Jacob is God's servant. He says, my servant, Jacob. How did Jacob become God's servant? Jacob was not someone who was born as God's servant. No, but God molded him. He yielded himself to the molding of God. And he came to a place where he surrendered his life fully to God and God just transformed him and his entire destiny was changed. And he became God's servant. And God says, for Jacob, he's talking about the generation of Jacob, He says, my people, I will move Cyrus. I will move people who don't even know me to do things for you, to move things on your behalf, to work for you who belong to God Almighty. What a privilege it is when we have God on our side. When we have God on our side, we know No matter what happens, we don't have to worry about anything. He opens the door for his people. He closes the door for his people. God shuts and God opens. God himself shuts the door that we should not have. And God himself, God himself opens the door that we need to have. So we can walk through the right doors. God is speaking to hearts today. He is the Lord God. He causes peace and he causes calamities. When we are God's people, there's peace for God's people. When he will cause calamities for our enemies. He's a just God. He's a God of justice. And he's the Lord God who reveals to us as the great I am. The one who cannot be compared with anyone, no anything in this world, in the world to come. In heaven, on earth, under the earth. He is forever true. And there's a scripture that we read in Isaiah 45. He says, I speak the truth and what I say stands. God is revealing his nature And he says, if I say that, I'm going to move people to accomplish that which needs to be accomplished. If I say, I'm going to move mountains in order to make way for you. 
I will do it. I will keep my word. It's a promise God is giving for us in this month of September. The Lord God will bring additions God is going to add. And God will subtract at the same time. God will subtract that which needs to be subtracted. The old will be gone. And God will bring addition. That which needs to be added. The new will come in. And God will do new things in the lives of God's people. In order for that to happen, God will use people. People who don't even know God. God will use people. People who don't even know God. In your life, in order to move whatever needs to be moved to get you to where God wants you to in order for you to glorify Him. These are things God will do for His namesake, for His servants, for His people, for those who are in a covenant relationship with God Almighty. And they say, Lord, I'll be true to you. I'll be true to you. No matter what happens, I'll be true to you. To those people, God says, let's just read verses 3, 4, And five. I will give you treasures hidden in the darkness, secret riches, things that we don't know, things that are not obvious, things that are hidden. God says, I will give it. That means things that we have no knowledge of and that we wonder, how can this be? How can this be? Things that Look opposite. That which is not in our favor. God says, I will turn that and I will bring it towards your favor. It's a prophecy God is speaking. There are some people here who will give testimony as to what God would do with what he has spoken. I will do this so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, the one who calls you by name. God will use, again, people to favor you, people who don't know God. God himself will bring down mountains, level mountains for you so that you can go into the areas that God wants you to in order for you to shine for him. And then let's read verse 4. And why have I called you for this work? Why will God use a heathen? Why will God give resources into a heathen? Why will God give his resources, release things into a heathen? Why will God supposedly bless someone? Always remember, he has his people in mind. When God is blessing somebody who does not even know him, either he's doing it because he's going to eventually bring them to himself, or he's going to use them in order to bless his people. God has you in his mind. God has you in his plan. God has you in his big plan. If you would be involved in what God is doing by doing away with the old. The old road that leads to destruction should be closed for good in your life. Never say that, well, I'll hop and visit from time to time. No, don't take detours. Be in the straight and narrow path. 
and go forward without looking back. Why did I call you by name when you did not know me? It is for the sake of Jacob, my servant, Israel, my chosen one. I am the Lord. There's no other God. I've equipped you for battle, though you don't even know me. So all the world from east to west will know there's no other God. I am the Lord and there's no other God. There's no one else. I create light and make darkness. I send good times and bad times. I am the Lord, the one who does these things. God is really clearly revealing himself here. And he says, this is who I am. This is what I'm going to do for my people. God is all love to all those who follow him, those who are committed to him. God says, I will give you treasures from hidden darkness. Whatever is hidden from your eyes, whatever you're not able to see. I couldn't see this opportunity. I didn't see this, but suddenly... How do you suddenly see? It was God who caused you to suddenly see because he brought it out of darkness and just placed it before you. God will do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or imagine if you would walk in step with the Holy Spirit in this month of September. There's always a condition. The condition is if you just lay aside everything and say, Lord, I will walk in step with the Holy Spirit. In this month of September, I'm not just going to turn to the right and turn to the left and just do whatever I want to do and then just come and say, Lord, where is the promise? Where's the blessing? No. He says very clearly, he says, I don't lie. When I say something, I'm capable of doing it and I have the integrity to do it. This is who our God is. He has the power to do good and he has the power to cause destruction. He's all powerful. But he never does it in a random manner. He is all just. Having heard the voice of the Lord tonight, the Spirit of God is asking us this question. Do you want to walk in the blessings of God, the blesser? Do you want to be a blessing to the blesser? Do you want to be someone who would inherit what God has for you so that you can live for Him? Our goal is not the blessing. Our goal is to use what God has given in order to live for Him. In order to live for Him, we will need things. In order to live for Him, we will need help, human help, divine help, human favor, divine favor. God gives favor. Jesus grew in wisdom and stature, favor with God and man. When we have favor with God, He brings favor with man also. So these are things that God will do for His people if we are before God Almighty. We humble ourselves and say, Lord, I will seek you. I will seek your face. I'm not going to take a step backwards. I'm really going to surrender myself to you in every way. I'm going to detach the old from the new. I'm going to separate myself. Tell the Lord today, Lord, do all the deletions you need to do so that the additions can come to me. Do all the deletions, Lord, that need to take place in my life. Whatever is not necessary. That's what the Lord spoke to us during worship. He said, whatever is not necessary, God is going to take that away. We need to tell the Lord, have your own way, Lord, have your own way. Whatever is not necessary in my life, just take it away from me. 
remove that which is not necessary out of my life. You don't want to be a person who is just having piling junk upon junk upon junk upon junk because oh that has the memory attached to it, this has the memory attached to it. You know you can have lots of memory attached to all your life and just have a whole pile of junk and sit. But there's no room for the future. If you want God to come in and you want God to do something new, the old must go. Let the old go. Let that which is not necessary leave. Let that which is necessary come in. Let the old be gone and let the new begin. In this month of September, not only should we pray towards that end, we need to do whatever God wants us to do in order for us to become inheritors of the blessings of God. As we close our eyes and look to the Lord at this hour, may we sincerely tell God, Lord, whatever your plan is, whatever you want to do, I don't know what each and every day of September holds for me. But having received the promises of God from Isaiah 45, whatever I'm going to face in this month, I know, whatever it is, you will speak to the authorities for me. You will speak to kings for me. You will move hearts for me. You will move mountains for me. You are the one who gives me good times. Tell the Lord, Lord, give me good times, Lord. Ask the Lord. It's important to ask Him. Lord, you said you will open doors and close doors. Close all the doors that you find needs to be closed. Lord, open the doors that needs to open, Lord, so that I can glorify you. Shut down everything in my life, Lord, that is being used by Satan to drag me down. Pray these prayers as the Holy Spirit is bringing right now. Tell the Lord, Lord, I want to be a vessel of God, a servant of God. God himself will say, I will do these things for my servant Jacob. He's so close to me, I will do these things for my servant Jacob. I am so involved in the lives of my servants, in the lives of my people. That I will move mountains. I will move the hearts of the rulers. You know, so many people are so scared about so many things that are happening today. Do you know what? We as God's people have so much of confidence. We don't have to worry about any law change. We don't have to worry about anything. But you know, you know why? Because as long as we as God's people are here, nothing will happen without His will. No one can touch us without his permission. And we know that he will change times, seasons, rulers, laws, whatever it is for his people. As long as we're here. As long as God keeps us here. And we're walking with God. Not arrogantly, but in a humble way. We're walking with God, not in an unholy manner, but in a holy way. God will move heaven and earth for his people. He will change times, seasons, laws favorable for his people. There's a prophecy God is speaking. No matter who says what, doesn't matter. 
thousand people can say, bad times are coming, bad times are coming, bad times are coming. Let me tell you, if you're walking with God, you have good times coming. In the midst of bad times, God's people will have good times. When Egypt was full of darkness in the land of Goshen, there was light. When bad times are there for other people, good times are there for God's people. And there's a promise God gives. I will show the difference between those who serve me and those who do not. I will show the difference between those who follow me and those who do not. And this is who our God is. When we are on his side and when we serve him, he will preserve us. He will preserve our going out and our coming in. He will preserve our families. He will preserve our generation. As long as our generation will rise up to do good. As long as our generation will rise up to be holy and royal priesthood unto God Almighty. As long as there's integrity in our hearts, God will defend his people. God will defend his own. God will move kings. He will move kingdoms. You know, there's a, there's a beautiful um, testimony that um, we had, you know, for our children. I'll share later as um, I don't have freedom in my spirit to share now. So how God changed rules and laws in, in their college in order for them to be there in spite of the law that changed in the state of New York. God is a God of wonders. God has done law changes, rule changes, all kinds of changes that only God can do. It is the hand of God. When God is for us, who can be against us? When our bodies are kept holy unto God, and when we recognize that this body is a temple of God and we treat it with holiness, we have that reverence for God Almighty, then... God will make sure that this body will be preserved unto him because he dwells in it. God will make sure that nothing affects this body because he is the owner of this body. He is the savior of this body. And whatever he allows, like he allowed to hit his friend, the friend of Jesus, Lazarus' body. God worked it out for something far glorious. But God brought Lazarus out of the grave. People came to see who was this dead man who was raised from the dead and who raised him from the dead. Lazarus became a blessing. He was a blessing before because he hosted Jesus in his house and he had a very strong bond with Jesus. The people knew that Lazarus was Jesus' friend and Jesus himself and his disciples Confirming God's word that Lazarus was his friend. He had tears in his eyes, Jesus, for Lazarus and his sisters. When he looked at death, because it came to those whom he loved so dearly. So when God permits something and it comes near the bodies of those who are really consecrated to God. Jesus said this. The gates of hell will not prevail against his people who are part of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Upon this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against us. And he says, if the rock falls on someone, it will 
dash them, it will crumple them. And if someone goes against that rock, they'll be dashed to pieces. That's who our God is. He's very strong. So when you are part of the body of Jesus Christ, nothing can break you down. Whatever comes to break you down, that will be broken. This is who our God is and this is how powerful God's people are when they are part of the body of Jesus Christ, which is so powerful. So we don't have to worry about what tomorrow is going to hold, what next month is going to hold, what this month is going to hold, what's going to happen. You don't have to worry about anything. That's a big blessing for me that I don't watch news, I don't hear news, and I have nothing to do with news. It saves a lot of time, and there's no outside input coming, so that the Spirit of God is able to just show what is going to happen so clearly about the future. And my security, and our security, is in Christ alone, so there's no care about politics and whatever is happening anywhere. The most important book that we need to read is God's Word. Whatever time we have, we need to spend with this most important person, who is the Holy Spirit, the Lord Jesus Christ, God the Father. Whatever second you may get, you need to long to be in the presence of God Almighty, wherever you go, whatever you're doing. If you learn to connect with the living water, if you learn to connect with God Almighty, you can be working but your mind is in touch with the Spirit of God who is in touch with what you're doing. He will open doors for you. He will move kings for you. He will give you good success. He will cause you to outshine, outsmart the people of this world to accomplish His great purposes. God's people are second to none. God's people are second to none. God says, Out of all the people of the earth, I've chosen my people to be not only a special treasure, a peculiar people, a holy nation. And he says, I've placed them above all the nations of the earth. Above all the people of the earth, I've placed my people. Because they're God's people. Is God second to none? No. We are linked together with Jesus Christ. God's people are second to none. Whatever you need, it shall come to you, provide you go to Jesus for everything. Whatever you need will come to you, provided you go to Jesus for everything. Whatever you need will come to you, provided you go to Jesus for everything. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Above all powers, above all kingdoms, above all kings, our God reigns. Our God reigns. Our God reigns. He will give us peace and safety, prosperity, Enjoy. What are a blessing that needs to come to you? It will cross over every border. It will cross over every barrier. And it will come to you. And this is the word of the Lord for this church. Thank you, Jesus. There are no limitations. 
no limits for what God can do. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. God will move the Cyrus in your life to favor you. People that don't even know God. God will move authorities. God will move the higher-ups. God will move people who don't even know God to favor you, to work for you. If you serve Him with integrity and uprightness of heart. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for this month of September. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. I thank you, Lord, for your love and for your power. I thank you, Lord, for your patience. I thank you, Lord, for how you move in the midst of your people. Thank you, Father. As we continue to seek you in this new month, that we give our hearts and our minds, our souls, our spirits, our bodies to faithfully follow you, to faithfully serve you. Father, I pray that you will fulfill the promises that you have spoken to us. For we know that you will never lie. You cannot lie. Hallelujah. Whatever you said shall come to pass. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for every blessing you have in store for your people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. As a servant standing before the Most High God, I release the blessings that God has in store for this church upon your people, Father. That they may walk in the blessings of the Almighty God, the blessings that you have for your people in this month of September. Suddenly, suddenly you will do things. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. As Zacharias prayed for a long time, he was in the temple of God because it was his turn to be there to serve God. While he was serving God, God moved the angel Gabriel to come and give to him that which was due to him, suddenly, hallelujah, suddenly, the miracle took place. Suddenly, God moved the angel of God to come and give that word and that word carried the miracle, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. That's what prophecy is. When the prophecy come, it carries the power of God and the miracle of God along with it where it unlocks the treasures of God, releases to God's people that which God wanted to deliver through the servant of the Lord this hour. 
I pray. This blessing that you've released upon our church. What you want to do, Father, in the lives of your people. That you will do it, O God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. As you used Cyrus. As you empowered Cyrus. As you used the angel Gabriel. And you gave the power to cause that miracle to happen to Zacharias and Elizabeth. You're going to do things suddenly. Hallelujah. You're going to move mountains. You're going to move people. You're going to bring good news. You're going to do miracles of Father in this new season of our church. And I thank you, Lord. There will be no wastage. Hallelujah. There will be no wasting away. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. There will be no loss. Deletion will take place, which is a good thing. To make more room for the new. Hallelujah. But there will be no loss. Hallelujah. I thank you, Heavenly Father. Only gain. Only gain. Only gain. Hallelujah. So I thank you, Holy Spirit, for this word that God has given to us for this month and in the months to come for this new season that you are taking us through. And we praise you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' most precious name, I pray. Amen. 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 May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you, be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. Jesus. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of His Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all, now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you.